Hey guys, welcome to episode number 19 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, today I'm here with Gabriella Peacock. She is a nutritional therapist and the founder of GP Nutrition, a supplement company that promotes optimum health for the modern lifestyle. She used to work in modeling, which triggered her interest in nutrition and health at a very young age. Hi, Gabriella. Thank you so much. everyone. Thank you for having me. So it's so incredible what you've done. Like the more research I've done on you, I'm just so amazed. You have your own company um, that promotes health in every aspect. You have your own clinic in Belgravia. Like it's crazy how much you've done. How did you start? How did I start with nutrition? Or yeah. How did you start on this like health nutrition journey? journey? It's a long time ago, but um, obviously, as you have mentioned, I've done fashion modeling for many, many years, and I think. Um, nutrition and and modeling it's very much related and when I've started um you know it, it wasn't it wasn't like this day and age when there is so much information about health and what people should be eating and you know what what are the good foods for energy or for losing weight or maintaining healthy weight more importantly it was very much it was very much you know if you need to lose weight eat some kind of vegetables and you will lose weight and I remember when I started um um, I've been moved to Paris when I was 15 or 16 and my um, my booker in my agency told me I need to lose I don't know two kilos for some fashion show and the one advice she gave me was to eat the green beans all the time and I remember being 15 thinking is this all I should be really eating oh my this god really mean. that's so unhealthy yeah just Absolutely. eat green beans you'll lose weight it's like well, yeah of course you lose weight you'll also be nutritionally them. deficient Absolutely. so <laughs> Absolutely. you're eating a rabbit food all day long but um um yes so so there was a lot of confusion as to what's good um you know what's good for you what's not good for you and I always thought when I then decided I want to wean myself off modeling a little bit and start using my brain a bit I was deciding for a very, very long time what should I study. And actually, you know, nutrition was one of my kind of first and very obvious options because um, I really wanted to know what's happening, you know, to your body on kind of internal, mm. you know, internally when you, you know, when you put your food in your mouth. So it just, it just makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So it just grew from there. And mm. which one did you start first, your clinic or your supplement company? So I've done, um, what I've done first, well, I've done... I've had a bit of a long patch of, of university. So I've done nine years of studying. I've done mm-hmm. two different types of degrees. I fin- finished a science degree and then at Westminster University. And then a um, couple of years, one and a half year later, I was picked up by uh, Dr. Tim Evans, who runs Grace Belgravia, mm-hmm. Grace Medical Practice, where I, um, where I work. Um, so I started uh, to practice there and the supplements came um, a couple of years ago. So probably a year and a half, two years later. Very cool. That's amazing. So let's talk about the supplements a bit. So what are they made out of? And because I read online, like there's no bad ingredients, which I love because I Absolutely. hate fillers and the preservatives and stuff. Um, so there's no gluten and no soy. W- what is actually in it? 
<laughs> I'm looking at it now. I'm looking <laughs> at the, the cute little um, box. They're basically. So what I wanted to do, and the rationale, perhaps I should tell you the rationale for making supplements. Yeah. Because as a practitioner, you know, working in the clinic, I always see patients. And, you know, as I always was told and the way I am trained, it's, you know, the food should be your primary source of nutrition. Lots and lots of my patients, uh, you know, we live in the cities. We run around, we have kids, we have busy lifestyles, we have careers. We travel so much these days. Yeah. Uh, people just don't have time to be eating perfectly. So I always... Literally with 99% of my patients, I've always seen some need of giving them some kind of at least good quality multivitamin or something because the deficiencies are so incredibly yeah. common. I do lots of blood tests and, and, you know, they are really, really, really common. Um, so it's much safer, actually, you know, to, to try to balance your body's biochemistry if you don't think your diet is super excellent, which is very hard to achieve, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always focus, you know, next to the food protocol with the, with, with the clients, um, on a supplement protocol as well what i found quite difficult was um you know there are lots of great brands on the market lots of different pots and and lots of different pots and you know my patients would stick to it for two weeks and they would go to ibiza for a long weekend yeah. and then that's it and they never come back because i ne- never start you know never go back to supplements again because it's just it's just quite difficult to travel with them so i wanted to do something initially my idea was to do something which is super 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 easy for people to take, hence the modern lifestyle. Are the you supplements know. pills or like things to mix in water? Like what, what, what are they like? Combination. So, so to answer your other question, why I also wanted to do supplements. So obviously the convenience. I yeah. wanted people to have a sachets in the box. Pick up your daily dose. Put it in your handbag. Put it in your wash bag, and this is it. Yeah. You don't have to kind of decant lots of different bottles. Obviously, the other reason would be the quality. Um, they're very, very comprehensive. Because I have a combination of pills, powders, um, protein powders. It's all, um, it, you know, it, it's a great, great range of, of you know, substances. But also, by giving powders, by being able to have powders, I could reduce the number of pills. So you're not taking 12 pills a day, you're taking two or three pills a day and then delicious drink in a form of powder. Do you put it in smoothies or just in water? I give my clients complete choice of what they want to put it. They've been flavoured to taste nice in water. Yeah. You can put it in your smoothies, you can put it in your protein shake, you can do whatever you want with them. So with majority of the boxes from the main line, um, you have um, one sachet with two or three pills and one sachet with powder. Nice. And the powder is even sweetened with stevia, I read, or I saw in the package, right? It's, yes. It, I it love is. that. I use stevia all the time. Stevia is great. We are actually we are actually making the recipe even better. So we, we will be launching new products very soon. And we're going to tweak stevia. We're still going to use a little bit of stevia, but we're going to also use um, other things, carbohydrates, um, probiotics, which are yeah. very good for your digestion and gut. Totally, I love that. I was literally just eating sauerkraut like out of the thing like an hour ago, I and I was like, probiotics. <laughs> so funny. So Very you're good. all about like gut health. You're all about balancing your blood sugar, which is amazing. Could yes. you maybe like, because I feel like a lot of my listeners and I, me too, like I don't know too too much about gut and how it actually works. Like, yeah. if you eat a lot of sugar, like what does it actually do to your insides? But sugar. Uh- I mean, obviously, we, we know how terrible sugar is. I wouldn't necessarily link to sugar, obviously, to bad gut health. Obviously, yes, because it feeds a lot of bad bacteria. And, you know, if you eat lots of sugar, you develop, you will develop at some point some kind of candida in your gut as well. 
um, because it again gets fed gets fed by sugar. But digestion is fascinating because um, I was always told at university as I studied for so long that you know the digest your gut is the mother of all organs, which that phrase drives me mad because it, I think it just sounds so horrible. But it is really really true. It's your second brain. That's the other absolutely. Part. It really dar- dictates whatever is going to um, happen to your body on account of chemical point of view. Because it's the first point of contact with the external external things. So, you know, you put the food in your mouth, it goes through your digestion. It will create a certain effect, which you cannot stop. Um, and you know what I mean? And the effect can be very, very good, but also very, very bad. So the gut health, it's extremely, extremely important. Also, if you think about it, you know, your gut, you know, next to your, you know, almost 80% of your immunity, it's, you know, gut. So it's massive, you know, the immune yeah, aspect. your health and everything. But also... Um, breaking down nutrients obviously you're eating great food if you can't break down nutrients because you don't have enough digestive acid or you don't have enough enzymes how would you break down the nutrients you'll be eating all this amazing food which will be just passing through you because your body can't absorb it the same with um, absorption on the other side as well you know it needs to you know it needs to take the things you know take the nutrients and put them back in the bloodstream so your body can use them so it's fascinating it's extremely complex but it's fascinating the way it works together yeah how okay how would i know if my digestive bacteria is off like what are some signs of someone's digestion not being normal and healthy and you're not absorbing the food that you're you're eating um well what i do with patients and that's very much the first hour I do when I spend time with patients, I spend 45 minutes basically interrogating them. Mm-hmm. So I ask lots of kind of tricky Life questions, lifestyle questions, which will give me an answers. And by 45 minutes, I will know what the health status of the patient is. Or I will be 99% certain. Sometimes you have to do tests. I do lots of blood tests. I do mm-hmm. I do all the different tests. But, um, you know, the way I've been trained, it's you don't necessarily need the train, uh, test just to confirm what the diagnosis would be because that's that's what I was trained for. Um, so to answer your question about the gut, it tends to be it tends to be anything from um, you know, burping, after food burping, which could be lack of uh, perhaps lack of stomach acid or some certain enzymes, but generally acid. Or you know you eat something heavy and you feel like your food sits in your tummy. Yeah. It's it's very much sign of low hydrochloric acid, which breaks down generally um, which breaks down nutrients mainly proteins um what else would be and obviously then you know the wind and the flatulence yeah. and you know i have some food and then my tummy is so bloated, bloated what do i do that that's very much a sign of um imbalanced bacteria or like an intolerance right it could be both um as i said gut it's quite complex um it tends to go hand in hand funny because if you have a food intolerance you will very likely um it will be because you can't you can't break down the nutrients so maybe it's because you don't have enough acid or enzymes mm. or it could be because you overeated overeaten bread for the last 10 years and your body is basically being fed up with it or obviously you can have something more serious like gluten sensitivity which which you would know because you you would get a proper proper you know bloating and you will feel quite uncomfortable but with these sort of things i've just mentioned you know lack of enzymes lack of acid if food you know food intolerance um the bacteria goes hand in hand because once one thing kind of goes off it kind of has to have, have has tends to have a bit of a cascade effect if that makes yeah, sense yeah that makes sense so i would always say with digestive health concentrate on the bacteria um 
but in the same time, you know, same time, you kind of almost need to know what what the symptoms will possibly, you know, mm-hmm. what could cause those symptoms. Yeah, because I've definitely noticed, because I've been on a journey to find my optimum health mm-hmm. for the past nine months, a year almost. Okay. I kind of stopped drinking alcohol as much. I really made it a commitment that I wanted to lose a little bit of weight. Like, I wasn't feeling really good at the beginning yeah. of this year, and I just made a commitment to try to become the best version of myself ever. Nice. So I got a blood test, and I was trying to find out if I had any food intolerances mm-hmm. um, because I felt kind of like I didn't feel great, and I thought I was eating all this healthy food, but, like, I just I didn't know exactly what was going wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got a blood test done, and apparently I'm slightly intolerant to flax seeds and cow's milk. I yeah. don't really eat that much of either. And I still felt like there was something going on. And, like, I just don't know what it is. Like, what would you do if your intolerance test said that you were intolerant to two things that you don't really eat? Like, and then you're still feeling kind of crappy. And you still feel crappy. That would probably suggest the bacteria. Bacteria. But I need to tell you about the food intolerance also. And that's one thing that's driving me mad. It's I have so many patients like you who would come and... And sadly, they think they are, you know, intolerant, hence they can never touch the food again, or for years. Intolerances change. change, change they change, they evolve. On very, wow. very, very, not on a regular basis, but just because, purely because your gut lining renews itself all the time. If you're intolerant to one thing, you may not be intolerant to it in two to three months. That's so interesting. So with intolerances, and not many practitioners, so many people let you do these, you know, these blood tests, which are expensive and very confusing. And um, not many practitioners will tell you, you know, if you exclude this food from your diet for two months, you can start reintroducing it and you probably will be fine. Yeah. It tends to it tends to be overeating, but it, it could be a different reason. I would have to see what, what exact tests you have done. I think flux, it's quite unusual. Dairy, it's very usual. Yeah, v- yeah, very, very usual. I try to stay away as much as I can. Sometimes yeah. I'll have, like, organic goat's milk, yeah. cheese from, like, Whole Foods and stuff because I do love cheese sometimes. Yeah. But... I try to kind of do, um, yeah, like as whole and natural as possible, all organic veggies, like really high quality, um, wild caught fish, um, you know, some, I don't eat that much meat because I used to be vegetarian. I'm still kind of weaning myself onto it because I do think a little bit like it's fine. We just, we eat way too much as a culture these days in my opinion, but I do eat, you know, some, uh, organic, uh, uh, eggs or some poultry sometimes I just feel Excellent. like yeah I feel like I there's just something more I'm like missing something and I just don't know what it is it yet. could definitely be bacteria imbalance I do very very good tests which I love um in my clinic mm-hmm. it is a stool sample so but all oh, right let's do it bitch. <laughs> so easy and all my patients when I tell them stool sample that they go white but it's actually it's really really easy you wait how do you it. do it though no no I don't I don't do it you do it yourself so basically I will give you a little box like this mm-hmm. tiny little box and um and there is an instruction inside you have gloves you have you know all the kind of little parts and basically what you do you take it home you do a little sample it's all gloves you know it's all really really easy you put it in the little thing <laughs> and they will curry it and you put it in the box and they will pick it up curry will pick it up oh so great it's, it's, here's, it's, here's my thesis it's, it's <laughs> like, the courier doesn't know it's okay good it's, the courier is like oh it I hate my job quite, it looks it comes in quite neutral box but it's 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 very very good one so when in doubt with my digestive patients, and I do this test a lot, a lot, um, it's great to do this one because it will show you everything from 
the levels of your enzymes, levels of your acid, what bacteria you have, and what exactly are your amounts of certain bacteria, uh, possibly if you have any parasites, etc., etc. Wow. But generally, I mean, this is great, and you know, in a you know, in ideal words, you you come to me and, and I'll give yeah. you the test. But if you a, don't Let's want to do spend it. money on the test or you don't want to, um, you know, you don't want to do a test because you don't live in London, for example. Yeah. You know, you can always try. Um, I'm talking more for your listeners. You can always try, you know, probiotics, some good probiotic course. And it should tell you after a month and a half if your symptoms have improved. If they have not improved, I would suggest to, to investigate a little more. Because there might be something bigger kind of Absolutely. underlying. Because for you... um. Not, not necessarily for you, yeah. but, you know, for, for people who are not trained in this, it's, you know, how do you know that you don't have enough acid? I could give you some symptoms as I have, you know, food sits in your stomach, you're burping a little bit yeah. when you eat. It's not that common, but it could very well be. Sometimes you don't have enough enzymes, but it generally, it generally tends to be um, bacteria imbalance. Wow. And what are, if you do find out that you have a bacteria imbalance, what are some things you will tell your clients to do to fix it and make it go back to normal? So I assess how bad the imbalance is. So um, from all the different markers um, on the enzymes and on, you know, do you have any inflammation in your gut, etc., etc., which is less common. Bacteria imbalance is more common. I looked at the bacteria and I see how much of the good ones and how much of the bad ones. Um, with um, And I don't like to call them bad ones, but it's quite nice for, you know, imagination. Yeah. They are basically, you have a beneficial bacteria and kind of useless bacteria, basically. Yeah, okay. Sometimes what happens is these bacteria need to be in a perfect ratio, well, in a good ratio. It's very, very normal to fluctuate. So, you know, three months of the year you may have a great bacteria, but then you had a stressful period at work, you've been drinking way too much alcohol, way too much coffee, possibly not eating very good food, possibly someone gave you antibiotics for a couple of days Mm -hmm. and that will completely shift you. Um, and it's very very easy not to be able to shift that shift back if that makes sense so I have lots of lots of patients who you can see these problems have been going on for ages because they they're additional or non-beneficial bacteria it's so high they have so many different species and they're good bacteria it's basically just you know very very minimum compared to that and it shouldn't be it should be on a good balance because because the additional bacteria the non-beneficial one it basically takes spaces for the good bacteria to be able to attach to the gut wall. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So um, so even though you may be giving someone, you know, probiotics and really good bacteria, they cannot attach because there's so much of a crappy bacteria. Yeah. Um, so I need to assess how bad this is. If the overpopulation of the bad bacteria, it's not too bad. I would just give you very good probiotics and good probiotic foods, obviously. Uh, if the population it's overpopulation it's it's bad i need to kill the bacteria first and that means killing even the good bacteria right sometimes yes yes you target just the bad it's very 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 difficult you almost you almost don't i mean there are certain there are certain natural substances which which uh, tend to uh, target you know the, the bad guys a little more but um but generally you get rid of the good guys as well but sometimes it's very good just to get rid of them yeah. and in the same time you start putting the new ones back in so that's how we by eating it. really good food and treating your probiotics, body probiotics well. yeah if, if i was yeah. going to put uh, people on uh, antimicrobial which means basically killers of microbes um i would i would give them in the same time probiotics to start to shift you know start to yeah kind of change that 
shift change. All right, we're going to talk after this. I'm going to tell you my issues. (laughs) And we're going to chat. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, but it's so interesting. It's such a complex thing, your gut. And, Mm. you know, I've done colonics before. Yeah. Um, Last year, I tried them out a few times because my my friend who works in nutrition as well, she told me, you know, try it out. Maybe it's good for a Mm. reset. So I tried it. And the woman doing it, she was telling me how – you know, your gut literally can affect your skin. Like, if you have cysts, the the woman that did my clonic, we were chatting the entire time. It was hilarious. And she was like, I used to have cystic acne all over my face, neck, and chest. And then she started changing her gut bacteria by doing rounds of clonics and, like, eating really good food and doing um, the intolerance test on herself, and she was intolerant to a lot. And her skin looks like she's never had a, a spot in her life. It's insane. It's crazy. It is. Um, I tell you why also, because if you have an imbalanced gut bacteria, it will affect your liver function. And when you... Because if you have an imbalanced bacteria, the bacteria... And I'm really simplifying it here. But the bacteria tend to produce um, a toxins. A teeny bit of toxins. Not, not like a crazy toxins which will kill you. But it will, you know, it kind of slowly almost poisons your body and I don't, don't yeah. like to use a strong wording but it doesn't so if you imagine you know you have really imbalanced bacteria in your gut and then also possibly you're constipated which is the best the worst sorry the worst thing you can have the worst kind of combo because you have this bad bacteria which sits in your tummy you're constipated so it's in your know, tummy for a very long time what happens is when people are constipated your larger intestine has um, um, has a tendency to reabsorb the nutrients so you have stuff sitting in your gut and it's not moving anywhere. So your body starts taking it back to the body. Mm. So even though your your liver already got rid of these toxins, you know, you're flushing them out of your body, you're still absorbing them back and back and back and back and back. So it's really, really important um, to A, you know, kind of look at your bubble function very much. Um, and that's just by eating more fiber to help you consistently go. Absolutely. I mean, fiber is quite, uh, fiber intake is really, really important. Uh, obviously, hydration, but we all know about hydration. Yeah. But people don't really know about fiber. So, yeah, all the, all the vegetables, I mean, vegetables are amazing. Or even if you need to do, we have these um, um, slimy powders, which is basically just a soluble fiber, which uh, helps you, A, helps you lose weight, but also it will help you to kind of get things yeah. moving because it creates a gel in your gut, which just kind of just push great. things through. Totally. I've been doing psyllium husk powder. It's, it's the same. So it's, it's similar, yeah. It's same. Um, it's called glucomanan, and it's finer powder. It has okay. it has a higher water attracting properties, and it tastes right. a bit better. Psyllium husk. Is yeah, I know. It's this disgusting. is really nice. You should try that. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try all your products. I'm so down for this. Um, we'll get into like my own issues later. I feel like the listeners are gonna be bored of like, me talking about my own issues. But I wanted to talk to you really badly because I'm here with you face to face. You're literally glowing. Like your skin is so clear your eyes are so bright and white it's like what do you eat to be so glowing and like for it to really come out from the inside out you know what I mean do you have any tips Um, I do believe that everything in moderation is fine I'm really not a believer of restrictions on any front unless you have um, a reason to Mm -hmm. so if I suspect my patient has an issue with dairy or gluten you know, I definitely take them off dairy or gluten. Yeah. What I don't like is these new trends of people not eating gluten and eating super processed white bread because they think gluten is evil. Gluten is really not that great, but some people just can tolerate it 
and some people just can't. Just the quality at the end of the day. If you're going to pick absolutely. something, if you're really craving like an organic sourdough bread that absolutely. has gluten, go for it. But if you're going to eat like a really highly refined gluten-free, like Super, yeah, if, yeah. if the product says gluten-free on the package, don't eat it. It's probably That's more processed. Exactly, exactly. Again, as I said, unless you, you do have a digestive issues, which a lot of people do, so you, you almost kind of need to need to see, you know, it's, it's obvious if you have a problem with gluten you will eat gluten you will be bloated straight away yeah. you know it, it, your body gives you signs um, signs and symptoms uh, why am I saying that yes because um, I believe everything is you know about the yeah. balance I yeah. I live and you know I like to drink wine yeah. and you know I'm gonna go out and we go out for dinners and I eat basically almost everything um, but um, what's your habit if you're not going out and making it kind of like an exception that night you're gonna have a glass of wine like obviously you don't drink every single night and eat you know badly every single night like what is your what are the foods you go to on a day-to-day basis that really help you feel like glowing and like your your inner health is coming out I do feel (laughs) I'm going to answer differently I I feel um the glow which you very sweetly mentioning it's it's purely my supplements to be honest supplements really oh my goodness actually as a retrospect, and it's very difficult to assess yourself as a nutritionist because I hardly ever do food diary, which I do with my patients. But actually, stepping back, I eat what I believe in and what I do all the time. It's I believe in a belt sugar balance, so I snack all the time, and I'm a, you know I'm a big snacker. If I eat enough vegetables, I probably am not, but I know what to do in order to increase my fiber intake if I'm not doing enough vegetables because purely I'm kind of run around all day long. I just don't have time to sit down and have you know vegetable soup or you know lovely salad I kind of pick on you know old cakes and hummus and, yeah. and you know I try to and obviously you have a bad you know bad days or good days my office days tend not to be the good days yeah. um, but um, what I like about the supplements it's for me they are um, they're the quick alteration of body's biochemistry so you know even if I you know even if I drink one night and you know last week we had a big party and I was definitely drinking way too much and I was not feeling that clever on Sunday morning but then, you know, I know exactly what to take, you know, in the morning to kind of balance myself mm-hmm. up, you know, take a bit of a protein shake, some liver support, mm-hmm. and within an hour you feel absolutely fine. Totally. So it's just, it's just about, about balancing, balancing Not going too life. hardcore. Like, no. you, you're not, you're not going to wake up on the Sunday morning feeling hungover and having a big breakfast of like exactly. bacon, bread, no, like no, 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 cheese, no, no. this, like, no. No, <laughs> no, definitely. Actually, on hangover, you should be, you should be eating as light as possible because your body already has so much work with detoxifying all the yeah. toxins um, that you, you don't want to kind of hit, you know, push yeah. more in there, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes so much mm. sense. What do you think about detoxing? What do you think about... So my digestion's been pretty messed up this week because I had to take a round of antibiotics last week and I noticed right away because I'm very sensitive. And the past uh, two days I've been doing like just really light, like I need to give my digestion a break. So I've been doing like bone broth, like organic steamed veggies, like really light and chilled. I had a smoothie today because I went on a run and I wanted to eat a bit. But um, what do you think about detoxing? What do you think about like giving your gut a bit of a break sometimes like what do you recommend eating if you do that i love detoxing that was one of my main kind of reasons why i wanted to start doing supplements because i love all the liver supports yeah um oh liver support i'm fascinated by liver and the way it works and um what you so what do i do i mean there is a lot of there are lots of things which which i kind of recommend or recommend with my patients it's very it's, it's very individual because i have a you know um 
I can I can actually meet them in person. I see what fits to your lifestyle. Not you know not everything will fit to everyone if that makes sense. But I use everything from. Um, I mean I've done a big bit of a detox a couple of weeks ago. I use everything from um, protein powders. Um, protein powders maybe twice or three times a day. And like vegan, not really much food. Vegan source of protein, I must mention. So good quality protein. Um, and I will take, again, lot of, quite a lot of supplements. So we have a clean me, which is very, very, very potent. So I will take a clean me and maybe I will kind of double it. Not just one a day, I will take two a day. Will you so eat really veggies to, at all? Will you put like spinach absolutely. in these? So or? then I will do, during the day, I will kind of tend to do protein powder. And then in the evening, I actually quite like to eat because you get a bit bored of drinking stuff. So definitely any kind of veggie soups. Um mm. There are a couple of brands which um which are really really nice which which do dairy free and gluten free soups and they nice. don't taste like you know they are not just horrible yeah. and watery they're actually really nice I think the brand it's um it's called Supology I really like them oh they're nice really, okay they're so nice and they have this amazing kale and I think it's spinach and spirulina it sounds horrible but it's really, I think really, I've seen that really good nice uh, and they have kale and something else as well and they are really nice because actually in the evening especially when you're detoxing a little bit you do feel big. Yeah. Um, especially if you need to be detoxing because yeah. you know the headache kind of comes from you know toxins leaving leaving your body kind of essentially mm. so it's quite nice to have you know a bit of a warm soup and you know you can have quite a bit you know I would eat basically a whole the pot whole day, yeah. or I, I do still fry vegetables so kind of mm. still fry kale nice and flavoured or soup and vegetables I quite like to eat in the evening and the, the one problem I have with non-eating food you know detoxing kind of diets it's um, if you're really hungry when you go to sleep, it will affect your sleep, because of your mm. blood sugar levels. Your blood sugar levels will drop. Your cortisol will speed, you know, yeah. go high up, and it will tend to keep you awake, or you you will not have as good sleep. So actually, to have some fiber and like good nutrients in your body will actually help you. Relax. Like a health, like you know, like I like having veggies with like olive oil or like a whole avocado, mm. so it's like satiating Absolutely. before bed. I totally Absolutely. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So detoxing is nice once in a while, for sure. Absolutely. It always, you know, especially after the summer or, you know, before Christmas or after Christmas. Some people want to do it before Christmas, before all the parties start. So you lose a bit of weight, you know, you feel nice and nice and cleanse or you do it after Christmas. I quite like to do at least five days of living quite clean once in a while because it really, really reminds you, actually, it's, it's nice to feel very, very clean and, and light and not having bloated tummy because you've been eating you know way too much bread over the summer you're right and you know I think so many of us struggle with relationships with food and I'm sure yeah. so many of your clients yeah. have struggled with relationships with yeah. food I definitely have um what do you what do you what do you think the best way to have a great relationship with the food you're eating is like what if one of our listeners just can't stop overeating or like doesn't like vegetables and doesn't really yeah. it wants to be healthy but just doesn't know where to start what would you what would you say um relationship with food um i think it's really important for you and i, I will kind of answer one part of the question with uh, with you know with overeating potentially overeating mm. i really don't think that you need to live a cleanest lifestyle all the time i know i know i keep saying that but it's very very normal to fluctuate mm. and you know the, your life evolves and you know your your ch- seasons during the year you know change and um you know as, as, as i said you know you, you feel bloated and horrible after mm. the summer 
you know, think about doing a bit of a detox and, you know, try to be good for another month and, you know, possibly lose some weight, you know, and then, you know, and then it goes back again because it's Christmas, but that's completely normal. I think um, what I found quite a lot in the clinic, it's people slightly obsessing about, oh, I gained one or two kilos. Yeah. I think as long as it's not unhealthy, you know, obviously you don't want to kind of go crazy and have five more kilos, which yeah. is quite difficult to do. I mean, it's very possible, but it's quite difficult. You know, one to two kilos fluctuates, it's absolutely normal. And you do need to have a joy from your life. Yeah. You can't just be eating, you know, clean protein and vegetables all the time. You really can't because well, I would be miserable. Yeah. Um, so, um, and you know, you know, it's a small step. So if you don't like vegetables, pick one vegetable that you like or have a have a target. Oh, what do I do with my daughter? Because she's terrible. How old uh, is your daughter? <laughs> She's charming. She's literally the worst child of the nutritionist. How, she, how old is she's she? Seven. Aww. I have a babies as well, but she has. Aww. She's seven year old. Um, but I we you know we have a deal that um, every week she tries one new vegetables and then she gets some some treat. But, you know these sort of things. But it's actually you know it's for a child. But you can you can do it as a grown up because yeah. they just pick whatever you want. Some little bit is better than nothing if that makes sense so you know if people cannot go straight into broccoli and kale absolutely fine but try carrots carrots are sweet mm. if you don't want to try carrots try to mash your carrots try to do mm. carrots with the mashed potatoes you ah. know it's a little squishy little, little, little things yeah. which you can you know sweet potato chips a little bit better yeah. you know, just, just, just and maybe you'll good. end up liking the taste after a while like i know for sure that I now love the taste of vegetables. Mm. I crave it. Like, I will yeah. crave a big, fat yeah. salad with all these veggies in it. And yeah. I remember I wasn't always like that. So it's definitely training your mind to Absolutely. like healthier food, for sure, and doing healthy alternatives. It's really easy. Um, it's, again, my kid's experience. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're making little meatballs. Mm-hmm. I, I sneak kind of chopped spinach in the meatballs. You know, yeah. it's really, and you will not feel or taste vegetables if that's what you don't want or, you know, some kind of fish cakes again. Yeah, these other things are quite easy to. Totally. Do you cook at home a lot? I don't. I don't cook much at all. Um, I am not a great You're not a great chef. cook. No. <laughs> you know what? I'm just so busy. You're so busy. I'm so busy. I have three children. Two of them oh are really small. I run a business, and I eat very healthily, but I just I just don't have time to cook. So I use um, you know I have a great luxury of living in London. So. Yeah. You know, there is a delivery on your doorstep yes. and and um, I use the... i tell you what I do sometimes. I use these um, boxes. They deliver you... Um, like like HelloFresh? It's actually Riverford. Riverford, I think I'm yeah, using. Yeah, okay. And they, they are called recipe boxes. Ah, that's... And yeah. they are literally... They give you stuff in the box which you will cook within 15 minutes. I don't have to go shopping because that's what kills yeah, me. Yeah, the, the shopping, shopping and the shopping everything. Stuff. It's basically all pre pre-done in the little pots and all you basically do is just put it on in a pan and warm it up and you can choose a vegan you can choose gluten-free you can you can you can kind of yeah. choose a gluten-free but you can do definitely do glue um you can definitely do vegan or vegetarian or meat-based or it's it's really really nice so i use those a bit it's a great option but sometimes you just don't need um you just don't need to cook meals every evening. I'm, I'm yeah, really, it's tiring sometimes, if especially if, so. if you don't really enjoy cooking. A lot of people don't yeah. enjoy we are, it. We are out quite a lot at the weekends, and obviously, um, my children. But children are much easier to, easier to cook for. You know, you know, you just yeah. you just simple some chicken, and yeah. it's all very very simple. But actually, sometimes if it's just me and my husband, I really don't mind just seeing what's in the fridge and have some 
turkey slices with some mm. avocado and he would have a little bit of mozzarella and yeah. I would make a little bit of salad. So I don't call that cooking. To me, that's... that's snacking. That's snacking. Yeah. Um, but we don't really kind of do big evening meals unless, you know, twice a week we order maybe Thai food. In that's amazing. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. So do you have any tips for like if we're eating out or if a listener is eating out and she wants to be healthy yeah. and like what are some tips that you have menu-wise and yeah. ordering in? What do you usually go for? I'll tell you what, that's actually a question of lots and lots of my patients. I, it's, it's not possible for me because um, because I'm out all the time. And it's actually an excuse because, well, it's an excuse. It's, it's a not knowledge. It's actually quite easy to live from deliveries and be, and be, um, and be healthy because... For example, so if I order Thai food, I definitely would have some curry. I have a couple of salads and we quite like to share. I have some curry, maybe I have a coconut soup, but I would never get the white rice. I would have a pre-cooked quinoa sachets, which I warm up in a pan in three minutes. Yeah. Quinoa is a pure protein. You're not eating carbohydrates in the evening. Mm -hmm. Um, Isn't it technically a seed, not even a grain? It's a nut, I believe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So... um, so, you know, these sort of things. Or if you don't like quinoa, you know, try brown rice. Or yeah. brown rice and mix with quinoa. So these sort of things, I think, tends to be a, a processed white rice, which 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 kills you in the evening weight-wise. Uh, again, you know, once in a while, we order Indian food. Obviously, don't go from a deep, for the deep-fried kind of carbohydrate, heavy options. But actually, you know, if you order Madras curry, I quite like chicken. Chicken is a great source of protein. I love the Madras curry sauce. And again, I would have a brown rice or black rice I love or mm. quinoa with it. And it's actually delicious. And you feel like you had like a proper kind of curry feast. And, you know, you have maybe a couple of papadums, but don't get the bread. You know, yeah, the, the big the fluffy big bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, never yeah. feel good after eating a big oh, naan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never feel no, no, no. good after that. It's definitely not flat tummy after that. I've um, actually started so, making like um, curries at home for my boyfriend and I. He yeah. loves curries. So, I, and I know, you know... Making it at home, if I have the time, is, is yeah. always a better option. But I'll do like a bunch of veggies, a whole broccoli, a whole cauliflower, yeah. um, onion, tomato. And then I'll put like organic chicken in there. And oh, it's nice. just so good. And yeah, it's it's really not that bad for you at all if, it, if you're not eating the white rice with it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And actually, I do quite like to eat. I don't... I never was a person who prefers to eat, you know, a little bit of not that good stuff. I quite like to eat loads. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I quite like to feel like I had, you know, I'm full. Yeah. But because you had a very healthy meal, you can be full and still, you know, and still still be fine, obviously, because you didn't have a, you know, a burger. Yeah, exactly. You have a burger, don't have a bread. There you go. <laughs> what are some of your favorite foods, though? Do you love... Like, I love lemon water. It's, like, my new thing these days. You like lemon? Lemon water. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I've been... It makes oh, me feel it? so good after I drink it. Does it does make you feel quite cleansed, doesn't it? Yeah. Are there any, like, fruits or veg that you really like to promote for, like, cleansing, detoxing, and just health in general? Gosh, I'm just going to kind of fruit, throw through random ones. Um, I'm obsessed with broccoli and kale currently, just because I really think there are so many fashiony superfoods but actually going back to your you know to your kind of primary you know nutrition there's, there's hardly anything as good as broccoli and kale yeah. for your immunity for your liver or the cruciferous yeah. vegetables so it's broccoli kale brussels sprouts uh, cauliflower cabbage cabbage is absolutely yeah also sauerkraut therefore sauerkraut yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so these yeah. are one of my kind of top list oily fish amazing for your skin and hair and for hormone balancing salmon fantastic 
Wild salmon is the best. What else? Um, I like sushi a lot. Um, It's also hence my salmon. Drinking, yeah, lemon water, nice herbal teas. At the moment, I'm obsessed with green tea just because... um, just because it, it, it's so good for you, again, for your liver function. And I actually quite like that teeny, teeny bit of caffeine, caffeine it gives you. Because there's actually nothing wrong with caffeine yeah. if, you, if you, you know... If you can handle it well, for if sure. If you can handle it well, and especially when you take... Um, you need to drink your caffeine with your meals. It's very important. If you have it on oh. empty stomach, that's when it becomes uh, unhealthy. Oh, really? Okay, so I used to have a Bulletproof coffee every morning. Bulletproof, it's a little bit different because you have stuff added to it. So you already have your fats in Well, I there. wouldn't have it with butter. I had it with coconut oil and MCT oil blended. And I loved it when I was doing it, but I think the caffeine... And I would get, like, the best quality coffee, yeah, mycotoxin-free, really, really good quality. But I'm just such a sensitive person that, like, my body is so sensitive. Yeah. I, I think I have to stop because the past two days I've been switching to matcha tea in the morning. So nice. It's really that. good. And it's such a concentrated dose of the Yeah, so it gives extra. you a bit of the caffeine. Yeah. I think the coffee caffeine is just like a bit too acidic for my stomach. And with Absolutely. my problems right now, I'm just going to cut it out for a bit. And unless you have to, unless you have to, I really wouldn't start with with, with caffeine now. If you, if you, or with the coffee, I mean, if you... You know, if you're up till now and being fine functioning without the yeah. coffee, don't start into coffee habit, because it's actually um it's actually really hard one to break. It is. It's an addiction, and you know it's a hard one too. It's like I genuinely yesterday was my first day not having it for a while, and I had withdrawals. My head was killing. I felt <laughs> nauseous. I was it's like, what is happening? My boyfriend doesn't drink coffee, and he always judges me for my coffee addiction. I've won a day, and he's like, ugh, and I'm just like, Ben. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to kind of stop and maybe go to, like, matcha teas or green Absolutely. teas now. Just wean yourself, wean yourself off, and actually matcha, it's great for you, as I said. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. I love this conversation. I think, oh, my God, we're already at 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that went by so quickly. Okay, we'll have to have you on again. Because we have to end it off because it's a bit too long. Love chatting about nutrition. I know. It's so fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And where can our listeners find you? Find me. On social media or your website? Yes. So we are GP Nutrition. It's on social media. I have obviously my personal profile on social media as well. Gabriella Pico with single L. And definitely website uh, gpnutrition.com. Amazing. That's awesome. All right, guys, have a great day. Thank you.